Hello everyone, this is Tony Kramer, Product Specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts to bring the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 34, and today we are going to be talking about Rightway Manufacturing and the products that they offer. Before we get started, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook and Twitter and catch up on our latest videos packed full of information on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. We have another great show for you today, and I'm really excited to welcome Dan Weirs, who is a regional manager with Rightway Manufacturing. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Dan. To start out, I'd really like to hear a little more about you and your background and how you got involved in this industry. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm Dan Weirs, and I am the global sales manager for Rightway. I guess you'd say I'm a farmer wannabe. Our family lost the farm in southern Minnesota in 1958. And I had an opportunity seven years ago, I was selling linear motion components to aerospace, believe it or not. And I met Les Hulisco, the, the founder of Rightway, at the Louisville Farm Show. And I didn't know the farm show was going on. And he said, boy, I could use a guy like you. And seven years later, here I am. And, and I've enjoyed this industry more than any industry I've ever worked in. That's quite a career path change in a, a different roundabout way. Uh, it's neat to see different people come into the ag industry and start their way going there. You want to tell us a little bit about Rightway and the, the company that you work for? Yeah, it's really an interesting story. Les the, is, is the founder of Rightway, and he founded the company in 1974. He's a Hungarian immigrant that came over in the 60s when they had the political unrest over there with the Russians coming over and whatnot. And he started right way. And he started with the rotary rock picker in the 1970s. He patented that. And there's, there's a reason they all look the same from the right way to a Schulte, to a Dagman, to a Summers. And it's all with his design of that rotary rock picker. And then Les went from there and, and obviously went into land rollers and Harrow's and even products we don't sell anymore. Harrow Packer bars, things of that nature. So, very innovative guy, wonderful guy to work for, but he did sell a company about four years ago to a to an ag group out of Canada. So there's been some good changes since then. That's really interesting to hear more about the company and how it all got started. I, I really like learning more about these agriculture manufacturing companies. You never know where they can start. Sometimes it's in a farm shop and sometimes it's uh, overseas. So I know you guys at Rightway carry a number of different products, and you mentioned one of them, the Rotary Rock Picker, where Rightway really got its start. We'll mention those uh, in a little bit here, but starting off, let's go with the land rollers. I know Rightway offers a, a great line of land rollers. Do you want to tell us a little bit about those products and why and when they're used? Yeah, land rollers are, are interesting. They, they've been used for generations in one form or another, but in Canada, they've been rolling up there for, you know, 20, 25 years. And they actually entered before my time into the Minnesota market about 18 years ago. And the whole idea was, is they rolled peas when they were up. Canadians would call it beer can high, you know, past the 
I'm not an agronomist, so I'm not going to use canned lead in all these different stages, but they'll say rolling beer can high, you'll stress that lead, you'll get more pods, you'll get a better yield. That didn't exactly translate into soybeans. There are people out there in their studies now that say you will get a yield increase, but at right way, I never talked about a yield increase. I talked about minimizing your yield loss. And the second biggest investment for a producer today outside of their land is going to be their equipment. And so it's the downtime. Sure, you'll pick up a, a bushel to four, depending on the fall. But the biggest advantage is going to be you're not changing guards and sections and you're cutting low, getting all of your beans. Land rollers typically are used. They're used in not just soybeans anymore. I mean, really, the, the farmers experiment to find out what works best on their farm. because It seems like every farm is a little bit unique. But soybeans, for sure. You can roll in front of the planter. You can roll right after the planter or you can roll when they're up. But in the Midwest, the majority of the farmers will roll right in front or right behind the planter. If your planter kicks up some stones, obviously you want to roll after. If you're worried about any kind of erosion, you want to roll in front. So it depends on your soil types. But what it's going to do is on the bean side, it's it's going to draw that sub-moisture up to your seedbed. So if you don't get moisture after your plant, you're going to see everything emerge really nice and even, and you'll you should get a nicer stand. But the biggest advantage is going to be when you go to combine that field. Um, because you're going to stay in the combine and you're not going to have to get out and change those darts and sections. And you're going to pick up that bushel before. Now in small grains, they'll roll right in front as well. Same thing, you'll see better soil to seed contact. And if you're in alfalfa, when you're out cutting or you're baling, it just gives you a smoother surface. Now in the last about five years, corn on corn is really big in Illinois and it's getting big in certain areas. But with precision planting today, rolling in front of the planter on corn on corn, what they're finding is they're seeing about 15% efficiency in their planter, but they're getting consistent placement for seed depth. They're getting that soil to seed contact, and they are seeing yield increases. And I hate to talk about that, but I've heard anywhere from 3 to 13 bushels an acre. That's really neat, and it's quite a different way to look at the traditional land roller. I know as I was growing up in the the egg industry, a lot of people used to call it a rock roller because, like you said, you're you're getting out there and you're rolling these rocks, pushing them down in the ground. So with your cutting platforms, you can get nice and low. Now, how many different sizes of land rollers does Rightway offer? Well, a lot. I mean, there must be about 18 or 20 different sizes, but where land rollers really start, I call them in the three section. We have a three section, a five section, and a seven section. They'll start at a 32 foot. We make smaller ones, but the majority are sold from 32. You can get 34, 36, 40, 42, 46, 52, 58, 56, all the way up to 90 feet. So if you're trying to match up with a planter or a cedar, you want a little bit of overlap, we can usually accommodate. The reason we have three sections, five sections, and seven section is, you know, if you're in eastern North Dakota and things are flat, the length of your drum really doesn't matter. But when you get into hillier country, you don't want to have a 20-foot drum. You'd like to have a bunch of smaller drums so it'll follow the contour better. So we can accommodate almost any size, but now these 34-row planters, people want us to build a 120-footer, but I think we'll let somebody else do that because that's just getting too big. 120-foot land roller would be quite amazing seeing it go out there across the field, but it sounds like you really got a product for any size farmer and any uh, geographical placement. 
with the the three section, the five section, and the seven section rollers. Moving on into the next product, the one that you mentioned, it, it was the start of right way, the rock pickers. Tell us a little bit about those products and the features that you guys have to offer with those. Well, they're a crude piece of equipment for crude work. I mean, they don't they only look pretty when you pull them out of your yard because after five acres of rocks, it's gonna the paint's gonna not look nearly as nice. But really, if you look at all of the rotary rock pickers, they're all good. You know, the design, Les's design has worked well for you know 30 plus years. And it depends on your size. You can go with a small 250 where you might have a two two cubic yard capacity, or you could go up to like 3.6 with the right way products. And there's competitors that might build them up around four cubic yards as well. But it's just nice. It's, you know, it'll pick up a three inch rock up to a 30 inch rock. You don't have to get out of the tractor to do it. And it's, you know, it saves on your back and it's getting harder and harder to find kids to pick rocks. You know, I always said if I was a football coach in a small town, they wouldn't go to the weight room. They just go to farms and pick stones and would probably be the best, strongest football team, at least in the county. So it's just a, it's just a piece of equipment that you, you put it on the farm, it's going to last for a long time because they're so simple with orbital motors. And, you know, it'll last for, for a generation or two if you take care of it. I really appreciate those uh, rock pickers that there's manufacturers out there making. That was the first job I had on the farm, jumping on that John Deere MT with a trailer behind it and a group of my cousins out there picking rock. So I really uh, appreciate the manufacturing of these rock pickers. Yep, it gave you, it gave you good abs when you are a young man. That is exactly right, exactly. So rock pickers, pretty simple product. We kind of know what they're out there for and people know how to use them. So moving on to the next piece, the Harrows that Right Way offers. I know there's a few different ones out there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Right Way Manufacturing's Harrows? Sure, sure. You know, it really the Jumbo Harrow is, is the number one. I mean, that you go in the Dakotas, Montana, uh, most provinces in Canada, Northwest Minnesota, Every farm will have a jumbo harrow. You know, typically they're worth half inch by 24 inch tines. Now they're 916 to 58 by 28 inch tines, but they're there for straw management. And if you're going to manage straw, really the smaller diameter tine does a better job breaking up the straw because you get that good vibration. Combines are doing such a better job today. So harrows are still used quite often, but not as often as they were in the past. But you can also use them for tillage. You know, you can adjust the angle. And if you had a wet spring, it'd actually be a good tool because you can cover a lot of acres to break up that crust and dry it out so you can plant. Another harrow that we have is, we call it the Maxi Harrow. People want to know what a Phoenix Harrow is. Well, we introduced it about four years ago. We just recently made some adjustments to it. It's a really nice, it's a true vertical tillage tool where you have the rotary, you can run it. 10, 12 miles an hour, but it's perfect for breaking up some of that trash in the spring, drying out your ground, and then being able to come in and plant right after. We do have, next year you'll see it, we'll start bringing it to shows, but we have a new tool coming out that I think will be uh, a lot of fun to talk maybe on uh, podcast number 40 next season. So is that, before we jump into it, is that the high-speed Harrow, or is that a completely different one? High-speed Harrow is another one that's almost ready. Um, Really, the only difference is it's kind of a mid-range harrow with airbags under the suspension and then tam- tandem wheels on the wing. So you'll take that bollocks out when you're running 
you know, a lot of fields you can't run 14, 15 miles an hour, but out west, the fields are big enough where they can, and that might bring value to that type of producer. Great. So you you mentioned a number of different harrows. So we got that jumbo heavy harrow, we got that maxi harrow, and then we have what you were just talking about, the high speed harrow. How do we pick the right one? What is the right harrow for my operation? Well, I guess it would depend on your ground. If 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 you have heavier soil, I think just the jumbo harrow, it's heavier. It's going to break into that heavier soil better. It, when you get into a rotary harrow, what's going to happen there is it's not going to penetrate that much. I mean, if in the Midwest, if you have heavier soil, it's going to only penetrate maybe a quarter of an inch. If you're in sandier soil in Nebraska, it'll penetrate. They'll both do a really good job of breaking up that trash and that crust. However, if you get into heavier soils and it's truly just for straw management, the jumbo hero is still a hard tool to beat. Great. That's uh, quite a bit of insight on the harrows the that are being ran out there and maybe a little little kicker on how to choose the right one because we all know there's there's definitely a right way themselves has three different models and you said in the near future right way is going to be coming out with another one so really need to hear about the harrows in manufacturing side of things so the last tool we want to talk about i believe it's something that does is fairly new with right way but the one till unit what exactly is the one till well it's a high speed disc and and there's a lot of them out there. There must be a dozen. They're all European driven. I mean, Lemkin and Porsche Anderson, the Joker, were first because they've been running those in Europe for years. They took that and translated it into our market. They went with larger high-speed discs. The design on all of them are about the same. I mean, if you look at what they do in the field and you run them side by side, very, very similar. Where they really do a good job, I think a lot of people are overselling them, but I, where I really like them is... You know, you can set them shallow in the spring and yeah, they'll do a fine job. But I think the primary tool is going to be primary tillage in the fall. So if you have a real trash problem, you know, you're producing 250 bushel corn, you know, your 80 bushel wheat, whatever that number is. But in the fall, if you run it and not being an agronomist, you don't want to run it too deep. You want to run it three, three and a half inches so it stays in that oxygen zone. But if you're in 250 bushel corn and you run it, it sizes it nice. It's going to move your entire profile at two and a half inches. So it's the opposite of vertical tillage. But when you come in in the spring, it's just amazing how that biology, what it did with all that trash when you go to plant, everything plants so much nicer. So I think the high-speed discs are great for trash management in the fall. Now in the spring, if you want to set it, you know, at an inch, inch and a half, I would never want to go below my seed bed in case you don't get moisture and dry that out. But if you just want to break up that crust, it's a fine tool for that as well. You know, I think a rotary harrow or even a jumbo harrow can do a nice job as well. Yeah, we've all seen these high-speed discs make their way into the market. We kind of went through vertical tillage and a lot of people using that. And now a lot of guys are starting to use these high-speed discs for a lot of the reasons that you explained, Dan, for sizing up that residue and and getting down and moving that entire profile and and making things ready for spring. Because we all know that spring planting of next year starts with fall tillage of the the, uh, prior year. So do you have any type of a success story that you would like to share with us? Something that you, you got a real feel-good moment with right way there? You know, the great thing about my job and what I love about this industry is it's still honest. You know, you shake somebody's hand, it still means something. And, and I do a lot. I do 18 shows a year. 
all over the country, but the majority are in the Midwest and Canada. And what makes me feel good is, you know, number one, the way we stand behind our products. I mean, I think that's critical, but when, when you're at a show and a farmer comes to you and says, I can't believe I, you know, this land roller, why did I wait so long? And they start to say, you know, farming's a tough business and it's all about return on investment. And, you know, yield increases are part of that, but it's, it's downtime with equipment. But when they come to us and they say, Hey, this tool allows me to, it can be the difference between making money and not making money in, in, in some years. And it's just nice to hear that when any manufacturer is bringing value to that farmer, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If the producers don't succeed, RDO doesn't succeed. Dan Weirs and Rightway do not succeed. So I think we all have to just really participate and do our best to build equipment that's reasonably priced, high quality, that gives the farmer an ROI in three to five years. And then it seems to work well. So those are the best feel-good stories. It's not one particular, but when they come to you and say, man, I love your tool. I love what it does on our farm. I, you know, I didn't have to change a garter section. Yeah, I picked up a couple bushes bushes, but you know, my window is tight and it allowed us to get the work done when the weather was appropriate. That's a great perspective there. And it really puts the manufacturing industry when it comes to agriculture, it really puts it into perspective for our listeners here. So if anybody wants to purchase a right way piece of equipment or learn more, where can they go and who can they talk to? Well, RDO obviously is, is one of our best dealers nationally. So you can always go to RDO. Otherwise, you can just go to rightwaymfg.com. My name's Dan Weirs. You can find my number. You can call me. I answer my phone on weekends. I understand farmers don't have days of the week. It's just days they can work. And if I can't answer your question, I'll sure find the answer for you. Great. Well, I just want to say thank you for coming on the show today, Dan. It's really interesting to hear more about Rightway Manufacturing and all of the products that you guys have to offer. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. And hopefully some people listen to it. This podcast was produced and edited by Nate Dorsey. Visit rdoequipment.com slash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you've missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on Apple and Android devices so that you'll never miss out on the latest news and technology from RDO Equipment and John Deere. If you really like this podcast, please share it on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or any of the other social media platforms that you are using. You can also connect with me on Twitter at RDOTonyK. That's at R-D-O-T-O-N-Y-K where you can tweet me questions, episode feedback, or ideas for future topics to cover. Please join us next time on the Agriculture Technology Podcast.